Ugh, this phone drives me crazy. Excuse me, I'm the Sprinter and from Sprint. Try my new iPhone XR with an amazing liquid retina display. This is amazing. Mind if I snap a few photos? Look at that color. I love this display. I, uh, I'm gonna need that back. Switch to Sprint and get iPhone XR 64 gigabytes for $0 per month with an eligible trade-in and a Sprint Flex lease. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash iPhone, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Phone $0 per month for 18 months after $31.25 per month credit applied within two bills. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Excludes tax subject to credit. $30 activation fee. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Restrictions apply. Blog Talk Radio. Jacks and just yoke balls over the fence 
wherever you want and you can place them where you where you where you want you want to be part of this tournament this weekend and you can go online on facebook.com slash 353heal facebook.com slash ispso and you can find out a little bit more about the tournament of course you can always tweet myself at dr ray t or manny at ispso again manny is the commissioner of isps which is international slow pitch softball and he's the one putting on this tournament this weekend where, again, you have the chance to win $25,000. So, hey, listen, if you don't have anything else going on on Friday night, might as well go ahead and come on out to the park and try to hit a home run for $25,000. I know I could use $25,000. What would you guys do with that? Um, sounds like maybe some fun. Sounds like maybe some investments. Who knows? Depends what kind of head you have on your shoulders there. Uh, but anyway, that's the big news, $25,000. You have the chance to win it this Friday. So if you guys are interested, go ahead and let us know. Or if you want more info about it, you definitely can find it out just by tweeting us or by going online. So that being said, let's keep the show moving here. And let's talk a little bit about what's going on this week in fantasy football. And as you open up Yahoo, there's a picture of my boy, Mr. Matt Forte. Matt Forte has been just a monster this year. Um I have them in. I have a lot of of Matt Forte stocks, as I like to say. However, I don't have them in listener league, so I'm a little bit upset about that. But hey, that's all right. Uh, you know, we, we'll keep things moving. So let's talk a little bit about what's going on here um, over the past week. Uh, we, like I said, we did have a little bit of shakeup. We have a new uh, new first place, um, and that is Mr. Hans. Hans is Team Renegade, and Hans is the first one to actually break a thousand. He's got a thousand and one points on the year, so he's really been playing some quality fantasy football, just beating up on everybody. He's currently five and two. So Hans, as much as I hate to say it, man, great job. You're doing it. You're doing pretty well here in the Hot Corner Listener League. Um, so I got to give it to you, my man. Great job there. Um, Hans actually, um, Hans actually won last week, 155. 112 against Mortal Kombat, who was the guy who was previously in first place. So they were kind of tied for first place, but Mortal Kombat had a little bit more points, and now Renegade is the one that, that's stealing the show there. So, again, great job there, Hans. Uh, my hat's off to you. You're doing well, bud. Um, last week, uh, let's see. Let's, you know what? Let's talk a little bit about the matchups last week. The biggest blowout of the week, actually, um, Sorry to say it, was my man Manny actually got blown out by the bus drivers. So after the bus drivers, Tony, our, our man Tony, who called in last week, um, we talked about him giving up wins, you know, to the women and all that kind of stuff, and we kind of busted his chops a little bit. But Tony actually came through with, with a big win this week. He had the biggest point margin of victory at 51.88. So he did a real good job this week, um, winning 145 over 94 over poor old Manny. So Manny actually had the lowest point total of the week. So, oof, I feel bad because I think I may have given him some advice. But anyway, moving on here, we got another matchup. A uh, really close one between myself and Mr. John Fisher. Uh, 114.3 to 111.82. So that was a real, real close one there. <clears throat> and uh, who knows how, how far that one could have gone. So, uh, you know, I remember watching on Monday night. It came down to it. And, oh, man. It was it was a heck of a game. So John, good good try there, bud. Hopefully I'll be seeing you in the playoffs, my man. So we'll see what happens there. Now we actually also uh, have a caller online right now. I'm gonna go ahead and bring him on. I haven't been able to speak to him yet and see who it is. So let's find out. Uh, caller, go ahead and tell us your name and where you're calling from. Uh, Hello, this is Tony, the owner of the bus drivers, and I just like to ask what happened. What happened last week? <laughs> Hey, there we go, Tony, Mr. Bus Driver. It's good to have you back in on the show, my man. Um, what did happen last week? Well, you had the Toyota Hall of Fame Biggest Blowout of the Week Award uh, with a fifth, almost a 52-point margin. So, great job, my man. Uh, you, you beat up on you beat up on uh, on Manny and Manny. I remember Manny talking some smack on the show, wasn't he? I believe he was. That's right, he was, man. Well, tell me, what what was the secret to your win last week? How how'd you pull it off? Well, you know, I just uh, played the right players. You know, I could have played Dwayne Allen for like a few more points, but uh, that didn't really uh, happen. Didn't really factor into it. Well, I'll tell you what, you, yeah. Golden Tate. I don't think um, I don't just, think he would have beat me 
had he played his right players. But you know, I don't know. I got I a tough. Right. I got a you're tough right. game this week. Uh, we got the Redskins at at Dallas, I believe, and then uh, the p- person I'm playing has all like NFC players, NFC East players, or something like that. But yeah, so it's gonna be a tough one next week. Uh, well, let's take a look at the matchup that you got coming up here. We got. Let's see, you're playing, oh, you're playing the first place team, as a matter of fact. You get, you're playing against Hans, who we were just talking about. And Hans has a pretty stellar lineup. You know, he's got Drew Brees, who can, you know, put up 30 any day. Uh, Des Bryant, who's a huge threat, probably one of the best receivers in the game. Pierre Garcon also, who, you know, gets a lot of targets. He's got that big playability. T.Y. Hilton has been doing very well this year. And then, yeah, of course, think, you know, you expect uh, the first place team that, to have uh, – DeMarco Murray, you know, I, I, I bet you look across the board and most of the first-place teams are going to have DeMarco Murray on them. Um, he's just been a horseback there all year. Um, and, of course, he's got, you know, a solid tight end with Witten, um, although he's been having a little bit of a down season. And then his other running back this week is Joyce Bell, and that may be due just to the fact that he's got some bye weeks because um, he's also got, well, he's got Alfred Morris on the bench, Aziata and Sproles, so maybe he'll he'll throw in one of those guys there. But he looks like he's got a pretty tight lineup, and uh, you know, going against you right now, he's projected to win about by ten points. So, what do you think about that? I don't know. I don't always like to follow the projections. I like to look at who the teams are playing. I mean, Dallas has a big game in Washington. I know Washington hasn't been playing very well, but I mean, they got the win last week. Uh, one of their defenders is out. Um, I don't know. I think Romo. I don't think Romo is a great quarterback, so he can obviously throw some picks there. Um, I don't know. He has a lot of NFC East players. That's for sure. Between the Cowboys, the Redskins, and then I believe he has a couple of Eagles players, maybe. And uh, I don't know. It'll be an exciting matchup. It's always, it's always fun. I think you might be right, my man. Um, let me see. What so far? What's been? What's been your favorite part about fantasy football? Does it make all the games better for you? Do you like to kind of watch all the games, or do you feel like it makes you root against your own team? What do you think about that? Uh, I don't feel like it re- makes me root against my own team. Like, uh, um, I guess it did with the Chiefs. Uh, I'm also a Redskins fan, but uh, uh, when they were playing the Patriots, I really needed Gronkowski to pull there, but he didn't really. But, I mean, it just depends. You want to pick, like, the popular targets on the field. Not just who's who's the big name. I mean, I feel like uh, in Washington right now, Pierre Garcon might be uh, getting a few yards here and there, but definitely uh, Deshaun Jackson's catching the touchdowns. So uh, it's about it's about picking the guys who score. Like Antonio Brown, he puts up for me a lot. So does uh, Golden Tate. They both put up. He, I almost had, I almost put up the most points that week because uh, Antonio Brown did have a touchdown taken back. That was if you watched Monday night, um, where they say you like stepped out of bounds, but there wasn't. They ruled it a touchdown at first, but didn't really have conclusive evidence besides his footprint. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. That was actually that was a kind of a crazy play. Um, I was really hoping that they overturned that one because I was winning by, by I think eight points in another league um, at that point, and the other guy had Antonio Brown. Um, so if Antonio yeah. Brown would have got that touchdown, I would have lost that league. So I tell you, I was super happy when that happened. And, hey, it didn't affect you in this league because you won anyway. So win-win situation yeah. there. So I like that. Um, yeah, man, you know, I, I got to agree with you there. I think that, you know, you, you want to try to pick those big names, not not just the big names, but the guys that are actually scoring um, and the guys that are that are making plays there. And, you know, it's funny because when uh, when the Dolphins played against the, the uh, Packers a couple weeks ago, you know, I remember Randall Cobb scored, and I started, you know, I'm wearing a Dolphins jersey, and I'm rooting for the Dolphins, and then Randall Cobb scores, and I'm going crazy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a fantasy player. And I said, wait a minute, uh, that's the guy playing against the team I'm rooting for. So, you know, sometimes it creates a little bit of contraindication there, but, you know, all in all, I think it's fun because it gives you an interest not only in a team, you know, that, that you like, but also in the rest of the games, and it makes you follow it a little bit more. You know, it's kind of like a full-time job, um, especially having a bunch of leagues and trying to, you know, get all the waivers and do everything the right way. But, you know, at the end of the, at the, end of the day, I think it's a whole lot of fun. Um, and, and it creates a good spirit of competition, you know? Yeah, definitely. 
definitely. So, uh, and the, what and do you this, think, Tony? You want... Go ahead. What, what's... No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, do you uh, you want to go through your lineup and check out a couple start-sit options, or uh, what's up? Yeah, definitely. Um, hold on one sec. Hey, can you still hear me? All right. All right. Yes, sir, um, I got you. All right, this week, oh, it looks like you, you're playing Caitlin this week, and I think she might be projected to win. Oh, you're projected to win by Jenny. I don't know. She's been she's been on a roll lately, kind of like me. She has been. I think um, she's won a few in a row. Yeah. Um, let's see. Matt Stafford versus Drew Brees. I don't know. I don't know. The Saints haven't been playing that well. I think uh, what's his face, uh, Peyton, the coach, got into a little argument with the with the camera woman, asking her offensive questions, but. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, definitely. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is definitely a big threat. I don't know. It's. I think it's going to come down to who can put up at the uh, at the running back position. I see he has Jacoy Bell, who I started off the year with, which caused my huge draft controversy with playing a man down because I think I dropped him trying to trade somebody. But uh, yeah, it's going to be an exciting matchup. Two of the best tight ends, two of the best kickers in the league. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough game. Yeah, my man. Definitely, definitely potential to have like a three way first place tie or something like that. Oh, that's a possibility. Let me see here. So let's take a look and let's see what happens if things shake out here. So if you go ahead and you win this week and you beat the guy that's in first place, you guys will have actually the same record there. Um, and then if Manny wins, he'll be joining he'll be joining that that uh, same exact rank with you guys. And if Boral Combat wins, he'll be there as well too. Him or or RNCB uh, Bail Bond. So um, RNCB he's kind of been winning a few games in a row here now as well too. Um, well he he's got one in a row. Uh, but and I then Caitlin. Won a couple before that he went on a little bit of a roll. Um, yeah, and then Kate, Caitlin. Katie looks like. Uh... She could pull ahead too. She's she's in position as well too. She's actually won three in a row. I think she's probably the hottest team there out there right now, besides Renegade, who's won the four in a row. Um, you know, and yeah. you know, there's a couple guys on a little bit of a losing spree here. We got John Fisher, who's who's got uh, two losses in a row. Uh, Shelley's team fell to two and five. He's got two losses in a row. And then uh, the Volcano Princess also at this point is down. Um, she's down at two and five as well too. So, you know, the league is overall still pretty close. It's anybody's it's anybody's game right now. It's you know, first there's one guy that has a five and two record. There are one, two, three, four, five teams that have a four and three record, two teams at three and four and two teams at two and five. So, you know, at this point it, it's anybody's game. Um anybody that goes on oh, yeah. run here, you know, should should be able to get themselves into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And that's really the big thing right there. What we want to do is is get into the playoffs, and then from the playoffs, it's anybody's game, you know? So that's Definitely. the goal, just being be in the top six when the end of the year comes. Um, so that's that's where we're at, my man. So uh, anything else you wanted to add, Tony, before we move on with the show here? Because mm. we've gone through the kind of roundup here. Um, actually, <laughs> we just got a tweet um, from Manny, who's listening into the show, um, although he isn't able to, you know, although he isn't able to participate tonight, he said uh, he tweeted me, uh, "Dr. Ray, Tony got lucky." What do you have to say about that, Tony? Uh, I don't know about luck. Um, I don't think luck has anything to do mm-hmm. with it. I mean, I was, I played the right people. Even if he would have played the other people, I, he still would have lost by quite a bit, and. I don't know. I picked all the right picks. I don't think I got lucky. I mean, I I think uh, Golden Tate had a pretty blowout week, uh, but everybody else has been putting up like the average amount of points that they've been putting up. Uh, Mod Bradshaw also showed up, but yeah, that's I, I feel like that's only like maybe twenty extra points. So definitely I don't know. no. I mean, you know, Manny's team definitely had a down week last week. 
Manny's team definitely had a down week. Your team definitely had an up week, and it was just kind of a bad time for you guys to run into each other, uh, well, on Manny's side anyway. So, you know, I know Manny, he's, uh, he's saying it was all luck, but I think he knows what the real deal was there. His whole team actually kind of had a down a down week there. So I'm looking for him to bounce back this week and uh, try to make oh, yeah, noise LeSean, there. Yeah, he didn't have LaShawn McCoy, but, I mean, I don't have Adrian Peterson, so. Yeah, that's true, you know. You know, it's pretty impressive that with everything that's been going down with Adrian Peterson that you're still able to get a couple backs in there that uh, that are making some plays. Amon Bradshaw has been really good for you. Um, so, you know, keep that up, man. You're doing a good job there. Um, and, uh, you know, I commend you. You know, a couple weeks ago we were talking about how you were, uh, you know, one of the guys on the bottom of the league, and here you are now tied in, in second place pretty much. You're in a five-way tie for second. So, you know, this yeah. league definitely has a lot of parity in it. Um, and it's going down really. It's going down. Probably going to go down to the wire there. So yeah, it's um, definitely shaped up. I, just, I didn't see it. Yeah, I definitely didn't see it like uh, coming to a five play, like a five place tie for second place, or five people yeah, tie for second place. <laughs> who would have thought here, right? So uh, yeah. yeah, man, it's that's why anything can happen. Today. Yep. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks, Doctor Ray. You got it, my man. Um, that sounds good. Uh, thanks for calling into the show, bud. Uh, good to talk to you. Um, yeah. I have one more thing, Manny says. Uh, Manny says that the, the bus the bus got a, a tune up, but it'll break down again. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> sounds, like sounds like there's a little budding rivalry with you and Manny, my man. So you're more than welcome All to right. call in again next week, bud. Hope you have a good one, and uh, thanks for being part of the league and calling in. Oh, yeah, anytime. Thanks uh, Thanks again, Dr. Ray. You got it, bud. Take care, all right? Mm, bye. All right. Take care. All right, so that was Tony. Again, the bus drivers, we want to thank him for uh, for giving us a call again. Anybody else, any, any of the other managers out there that want to call in, talk some trade, you're more than welcome. Um, we're going to go ahead and kind of keep it moving here a little bit on the show. Um, actually, I wanted to go ahead and give you guys out there a couple pickups for the week. Um, a couple guys that I've already made the move for in most of my leagues. Um, you know, it's a shame this weekend that once Fred Jackson went down, C.J. Spiller went down right after him. But that does potentially open the door for a back that I really, really like um, by the name of Bryce Brown. If you guys remember Bryce Brown, he was the backup to LaShawn McCoy, um, and he was really, really explosive uh, when he was in the game and whenever he got some touches. So, you know, I think going into the first week in that Buffalo backfield situation is probably going to be Anthony Dixon getting the ball. Um, it may be very similar. It may almost be like we trade out Fred Jackson and C.J. Spiller for these two guys because they're actually both very similar. You know, Anthony Dixon is kind of the big plotting back that has some moves, but, you know, he's, he's not going to break that many big plays. And, uh, you know, Bryce Brown's kind of the guy that's got some electricity, some explosiveness, and, and you know, can, can make some things happen. Um, so I'm looking for that to happen. The, the pickup that I made was Bryce Brown just because of the upside there and the ability that he has to make things happen. Um, so, you know, we'll see what goes on there. And, and in that backfield, only time will tell. But I'd say right now, if you guys have the room on the bench, try to make some room for Bryce Brown as he may be able to come through and, and make some things happen for you. So that will be very good. Now, Warren, I'll go ahead and move on here. Um, again, if anybody wants to call into the show, uh, tonight, the area code is uh, 347, and the number is 637-3978. we got about 30 minutes left here on the show, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about, again, the World Series right now, and then a little bit later on, the health topic of the night is going to be about depression and um, some some of the topics that, that I deal with with depression with my patients and, you know, some of the approaches that, that can be taken and some resources for you guys. So... Uh, for right now, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the World Series. Wow, what a way to open that, that series up. Um, I'm a Sam Fran hat. If you guys follow me on Twitter, you saw me tweet my um, Sam Fran hat out last night. I've got the, the championship hat, actually, that my fiancé got me um, when, the, when they won the last championship that they won a couple of years ago. Um, and I put that on for good luck during all the postseason games so far. And, and well, they are where we want them to be. Well, where I want them to be at this point. So we'll see what happens. But uh, my man, Mr. Madison Bumgarner, hashtag Mad Bum, 
he uh, has really been on fire in the postseason, especially with these road games. He's just a just a hog, man. And uh, you know, you get that guy a lead, and you can pretty much expect him to keep it. So, really impressed with the way he's been throwing, and and he's it feels like he's pitched almost every game for the Giants. Um, you know, with with the way that the rest schedule works between. Uh, the World Series and the NLCS, he was able to get some rest and actually start the opener. And what a matchup that was touted to be. You know, big big game, James Shields versus Mad Bum, Madison Bumgarner. And uh, it didn't disappoint. I mean, there was a lot of action right off the bat, literally right off the bat. I mean, uh, you know, the first inning, James gave up five hits, three runs. Um, you know, it's been a long time since he's done that. And, and it's unfortunate, too, because, you know, James uh, Shields now is going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Um, not only is he playing for a World Series, but he's playing for for a contract, you know, and uh, maybe he'll resign with the Royals. Maybe they'll go ahead and let him go, and he'll try to get picked up somewhere else. But, you know, if you're if you're an MLB team out there and you're watching the World Series, you know, you want the guy that's performing in that big game and not folding in a big game. And, unfortunately, big, big game James just didn't have it last night. Um, you know, he kind of settled down after the first inning, but then things kind of fell apart again, and he started giving up another run. So, you know, that's where we are with that whole situation. But, you know, I, I was really happy to see the Giants get off the bat right away. I was happy to see Mike Morris be a part of the action. I know he's been hurt a lot with with the rib cage and all that stuff going on. But the talk of the, the talk of the game was, uh, as a matter of fact, the Marlins guy behind home plate again. Uh, for some reason, this guy, this Marlins, this guy—I don't know if he's a Marlins fan, just a baseball fan, or or what's going on—but this guy, you know, the Marlins guy behind the uh, <laughs> behind the plate, he's been he's been right behind the plate, uh, you know, every single game that I can remember. Now we talked about it last week on the radio show, um, and you know, I got to say that it, it's been pretty it's been pretty funny to watch all the tweets about all the guys. Uh, you know, everybody's annoyed about this guy. Uh, you know, Royals fans try to get the Marlins fan to move during games one. And then, uh, you know, some of the fans out there said, hey, let him sit, let him sit, you know, this kind of stuff. So um, it's been actually it's been actually pretty funny uh, with, with all the stuff on Twitter here. Everybody is talking about it. Who's the Marlins fan sitting behind home plate? He's a well-traveled fan. So you know that dude... Uh, in the Marlins jersey behind home plate. Apparently, KC isn't too happy about him being there. Uh, fan plans to, to wear Marlins jersey at World Series game again tonight. Um, Marlins fan sitting behind home plate says the Royals offered him a luxury suite for free and stuff to move. Um, but he likes sitting right behind home plate. You know, I got to give it to him. You know, uh, <laughs> the Royals tried to get the Marlins fan. You know the one to move during the game. So pretty funny stuff there. Um, but, you know, actually I'm, I'm happy to see a Marlins fan back there behind the, you know, in the bright in the bright red-orange color that the Marlins have on the jerseys. And um, good for Marlins fans. You know, I like to see that. I wonder what the story is behind them. Um, and actually that's perfect because as I mentioned that and I'm scrolling through Twitter, it says, hey, if you're wondering who's the mystery Marlins fan at the World Series, so if you guys are wondering, like I'm wondering, um, well, then we'll find out right now. Um, so who is this guy? Let me see here. Uh, just before, are you a Marlins fan? Yes, no, and maybe. <laughs> uh, the guy says, uh, I'm a season ticket holder. He was in New York for the Yankees game. Uh, he just loves baseball. He wears the same thing everywhere he goes. Um, I'm one of the very few, the very few left. There were 1,000 season tickets for the whole year. Um, he's a Miami, so he's a Miami Marlin uh, season ticket holder, and he has been since the beginning of the uh, since the beginning of the, of the Marlins franchise, actually in '93. Um, he sits right behind home plate at Marlins Ballpark, and he's had season tickets since the organization's inception. Um, he says there were only a thousand season tickets holder in the first year, and uh, now he's one of many in, in the new park. And you know that's like that's the way that it's working for him. So it's it's pretty cool that. Uh, he actually likes to attend all these games. He's a Miami resident, so he's an at-home type of guy. Um, you know, we're going to see. Maybe we can get this guy out on the show. Maybe he can tell us about what's going on. Maybe we have him call into the hot corner one of these days. Let's see if we can use Twitter and all those types of things to get him um, on the show here on the hot corner. If anybody knows that Marlins fan that lives down here in Miami, let us know so we can try to get him an interview here on the show. Um, <clears throat> that's something that I'd like to know. So, 
um, <clears throat> actually, they did a little bit of an interview with him, um, and there was a couple questions that, that um, one of the writers here from KC was able to get. <clears throat> and uh, he, he asked him a couple questions, and he said, um, do you like the, the old teal um, and the black colors better, or do you like the new colors? And the guy says, the Marlins fan, we'll call him, says, yeah, I like the old colors a lot better. The camouflage they wear on Memorial Day and Veterans Day, he didn't really like it. So, you know, he, he's not a fan of, of, the new, of the new school Marlins, it seems like. Um, then he was also asked about Ivy Guillen getting fired, um, and he said that he deserved it and that he didn't do that job. Um, he had the players, he had the money, and he didn't get it done. So, like most of Marlins fans out here, um, there was a lot of excitement when we brought in Guillen and Reyes and all those people, and, you know, we ended up just blowing it and being another run-of-the-mill team with a high expensive payroll um, who just didn't make it at the end. So, you know, I can't say that I don't agree with him there. He was also asked um, about the Marlins season uh, this year and or who should manage the team, excuse me, and he said that he wanted some experience and not a rookie. Um, he said that he wouldn't mind getting, you know, somebody like a Jim Leland type or something like that. Um, and, of course, when he says who's his favorite Marlins, John Carlos Stanton. Um, we all know who we all know who everybody's favorite Marlin is right now. Um, and of course, the burning question in everybody's mind: What do you think about the home run structure in center field? And this Marlins fan, along with plenty others out there, says it's a waste of money. The Marlins hardly hit any home runs anyway, and you sit there the whole game, and it never goes off, and everybody else hits the home runs, and you don't see it. The fences are too far out, he says as well, too. To to try to get a little bit more home run action there. So pretty cool uh, that the Marlins fan out there on Twitter was just blowing up so much. And, you know, good publicity uh, for the Marlins and, and for Marlins baseball. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually projecting a pretty good season for the Marlins next year. <clears throat> Apparently, you know, they're, they're talking about offering Giancarlo uh, one of the biggest contracts in Marlins history, if not the biggest contract in Marlins history, and I definitely think he's deserving of it. Um, so I think that'll be a great a great um, piece to build around and for the rest of the players, and hopefully they can find some other pieces. And, man, we had a great shot this year. You know, we were, we were in it for the whole year until, you know, Giancarlo took that, that shot to the face from Mike Fires at 88-mile-per-hour fastball. And, man, that was tragic because not only did it, you know, potentially affect the hitting in the future for one of the game's, you know, biggest prospects and power hitters and, you know, Chick saved the long ball. So to have Giancarlo go down and all that, it was, you know, it was definitely a, a hit to the team. And, you know, we were in the race for a little bit. We had a shot. And then after that, we just definitely fell out of it. So, um, you know, I hope Giancarlo bounces back in a big way. I hope the Marlins have, you know, a little bit of an active off season and, you know, we can see some improvement and, and just, you know, have something to root for next year so that we can all show up in our Marlins jerseys like this guy is. Um, to the right World Series and not to the, to the World Series in a different stadium wearing the Marlins jersey. Uh, <laughs> so good stuff there. Um, so let's go ahead and keep it moving. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys tonight a little bit about depression um, as well, too. Depression is, you know, it's one of the biggest things that people deal with and they don't tell anybody about. You know, so, you know, what, what actually, what is depression? Um, you know, depression... I feel like people have so many different views about it, and it's such a word. It's a word that gets tossed around so easily. Um, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, I'm depressed," and this and that, and oh, I'm just depressed, and oh, I'm sad, I'm depressed, and you know, it gets overused so much. So, what is depression actually? How is it diagnosed? How do we know? Um, you know, and 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 when is the time to get treatment for it? Um, so, you know, the way that I look at depression is. Everybody's going to be sad, um, but when you start to have feelings that are interfering with your ability to work, your ability to sleep, to study, to eat, to enjoy life, um, you know, that's, that's what we start to classify as depression. When it interferes, when your sadness, when that, that down feeling starts to interfere with everything else, I think that's when we can start to classify it as depression. Now, of course, um, you want to be analyzed by a psychotherapist or by a psychologist or psychiatrist. And, uh, you know, you always want to make sure and get that diagnosis. But that's something where I would tell you, you know, to be careful with as well, too, because if you go to, let's say, a, a psychiatrist, for example, and you tell them, you know, I'm feeling a little bit depressed, and you you fill out a questionnaire, 
And the questionnaire, you know, says, oh, well, yeah, you, you check seven out of ten boxes. The chances are you're probably depressed here. Um, you know, what do you, what's going to happen to you? You're, you're more than likely going to get an antidepressant medication. And you guys have seen these things on TV a bunch of times. Um, you know, the commercial starts out. There's a person walking. You know, there's a cloud over their head. Um, you know, it seems like it's a rainy day. They have, a, you know, a, just a grave expression on their face. You know, there's nothing going on um, that looks good for them at all. And what ends up happening is all of a sudden now they say, oh, talk to your doctor about so-and-so medication. And then the next thing that happens is the sun comes out, uh, you know, they start doing all these activities that they weren't doing before in the commercial. And when all this happy-go-lucky stuff is happening, what you hear in the background is, oh, the side effects can be so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. Um, so, you know, you want to be definitely careful when it comes to these medications, because unfortunately, unfortunately, there's a lot, a lot of things that can go wrong when it comes with um, depression. You know, and one of the things that, that, that can happen is actually more depression and suicidal tendencies, and a lot of these actually, um, a lot of these antidepressants, they'll tell you, you know, that the side effect may be suicidal thoughts. You know, in my opinion, isn't that what we're trying to prevent here with, with these types of issues? Um, you know, so, I, I, you know, I don't know how well these things work. I've heard some people say, you know, that, that they've had excellent experience with them. Um, and, you know, I think depending on what's going on and what kind of a situation causes it, and also the genetic structure of each person individually plays a really large role in how they would deal with these kinds of drugs. Um now, me personally, you guys know me, I try to be as natural as I can with everything. The less that we can do with drugs, the better that the body will start to handle it, better it will learn how to adapt to the situation, and the healthier that in the end, in the long run, you can possibly be. You know, so when we, when we have a symptom and right away we run to a drug, I think that that's backwards. I think what we want to do is try to figure out why are we having this symptom? You know, what can be causing it? You know, so what, you know, what's going on here? Um, so, you know, basically the causes of, of depression are a combination of genetic issues, um, biological and environmental issues, and, of course, psychological factors as well, too. So when it comes to depression, it's basically, you know, a disorder of the brain. So if you have high cholesterol, you know, that's a disorder of the liver and of the cardiovascular system and those types of issues. When we have... Depression, that's dealing a lot more now with brain chemistry. Now, brain chemistry is something that's been studied and studied and studied and studied, and there's still millions and millions of questions out there that people have that have just not been answered because of how intricate the human brain actually is. Now, in my opinion, we can learn as much as we want to learn about the brain and all these different types of things, but in the long run, there's always that innate intelligence that our body has. And this innate intelligence is what is our self-organizing power. You know, how, what's the difference between us, you know, as humans that are alive and the furniture that we sit on? You know, there's a, there's a power inside of us that is, you know, always trying to help us heal and adapt and, and do better. And, you know, it just is this life force that we have inside of us. And, you know, some people call it a soul, you know, depending on your religion and those kinds of things. But the way the chiropractors look at it, is we call it innate intelligence. And this innate intelligence is what basically allows you to go from two different cells in your mother's womb to over 70 trillion cells, you know, as you, become a, as you actually become a baby and then as you continue to grow and as you become an adult. You know, how do we continue to grow? How do our cells continue to work? How, you know, what's driving all of this? And that's that innate intelligence. And, you know, to me, the innate intelligence, you know, and to chiropractors all around the world, we believe that that comes right from the brainstem and it runs through the nervous system. And that's the reason why chiropractic adjustments have actually been shown to help out with um, disorders of the brain and, and depression and those types of things because depending on the situation and the stress that these people are under, chiropractic can really help to reduce a lot of the stress that people are feeling. So when it comes to depression and when I see depression in my office, you know, what I try to do is give people a natural approach first. There's a lot that can be done with botanicals, with uh, amino acids, 
with different combination products that have been proven to help increase certain neurotransmitters like serotonin and dopamine that help your body feel better. They, they give you those feel-good type of uh, neurotransmitters and those feel-good chemicals that, that trick your brain, well, not trick your brain, but signal your brain into, you know, that good sensation. And that's really what we want to try to look at, you know. We have the opportunity now to understand genes and how they function in the environment at a much higher level. And as a matter of fact, part of the DNA study that I do here in my office is looking at how the body processes and makes neurotransmitters. So there's a lot that goes into vitamin-wise and absorption-wise and nutrient-wise what the body needs to do in order to make neurotransmitters. And when there's these types of genetic involvement, as, as we know that there's definitely a genetic involvement there, and it can, it can be familial and, and hereditary, that we try to put the genes into the best possible environment that they can have. And that may involve giving certain nutrients, certain vitamins, you know, maybe removing certain things um, from the environment as much as possible to kind of turn on the good genes and turn off the bad ones. And that's something that takes just tons of time and tons of effort and tons of studying but it's something that is that I've been seeing actually working for a lot of my patients. Um, and they've been able to stay away from antidepressants and different types of uh, drugs that, that involve brain chemistry because I think if you give a chemical that's going to alter brain chemistry, you're going to more than likely always need that type of, chem, you know, brain chemistry altering chemical because once you create imbalance, it's very hard for the body to balance itself out. And that's why things like adjustments are important, supplementation are important, in order to try to regain that balance. And that's really what it's all about. We actually have the ability here at the office at Frontier Spine and Healthcare to be able to take a neurotransmitter saliva test, or excuse me, urinary test, and we give you an at-home kit, and we can see what's happening with serotonin, with dopamine, with glutamate, with GABA, with norepinephrine, and with epinephrine, which are your... Uh, neurotransmitters that affect your excitatory and inhibitory um, nervous system. So those, are, those again, are, are brain chemicals that signal your brain to tell you to feel a certain way and to react a certain way. And if your body's not making these efficiently, um, we can determine that by, by looking at, at your genes and what's happening with your genes. And if we see that there's something that's inefficient in the production of these neurotransmitters as far as your genes go, we can actually support that. And by supporting that, we can make a big difference in how your body feels on a regular basis without having to give drugs or administer drugs that change enzymes that break down um, serotonin, for example, or uptake inhibitors of serotonin. And, you know, it, I think it's a lot better to try natural ways first, especially since there, there aren't really any side effects. You know, I think the only problem that we would get with natural supplementation is that if there's another factor that maybe hasn't been revealed yet that's not allowing the supplementation to work, and in that case, the only thing that happens is the depression continues. Now, of course, we want to try to get depression, you know, over with as soon as possible because of the effects that it does have on our life and our work and, you know, our relationships. So it's important that if you're feeling these, these feelings and you're having these tendencies and you feel like it's affecting your life and your relationships and all those different types of things, you know, you want to definitely try to get evaluated as soon as possible. I would suggest seeing a psychologist or a psychotherapist, you know, talking to them about your feelings. And then, of course, if, if they feel like there is depression, you're welcome to give me a call. You know, we can talk about uh, about your genetics and how they play a role and how methylation plays a role in helping you make neurotransmitters. And if we find out that there's deficiencies, there's a hope and a real good hope and a big chance that we can help out naturally without you having to take drugs that you may have to continue to take forever that never never allow you to get depressed but never really allow you to be truly happy either. They, they kind of suck the vigor right out of life, unfortunately, you know. And, and when somebody's on antidepressants, you can kind of tell. It's almost kind of like their head's in the clouds and they're, you know, they're lofty and they're kind of in their own world. And, you know, they're not depressed, but they're also not really, they're not really experiencing life. You know, and that's something that to me is really important because you can you can medicate any symptom and you won't have to feel a thing. You could be on fire and you could take enough morphine or whatever the case is to not feel any type of pain. But you know that there's a big problem that's happening there. And 
I feel that's the big issue that we have with medicine nowadays. I've put out a lot of blog posts recently. Um, if you guys check out my website, www.353heal.com, and head over to Dr. Ray's blog, you'll see a lot there about healthcare and why it's failing. And a lot of it is because society has been trained to just any type of symptom we have, let's take a medication for it. And I don't think that that's right. You know, I don't think that the first thing that we should do is try to take a medication. I think at first we want to help our body heal, help our body adapt, make sure that our body's balanced before anything. You know, that's really the big thing. We're all walking around with all these imbalances in our blood chemistry and our brain chemistry and in our stomachs, especially because of the diet that we eat. And it's wreaking havoc on us. And, and our doctors are just, frankly, aren't doing enough to help us. Um, all they're doing is just giving us meds, and while it's getting rid of the symptoms, the problems that we have are still there, and they're continuing to get worse, and that's where we have a lot of issue because as these problems get worse, we start to require more medication, and then as those side effects get worse, we, we need medication for those side effects, and then we need a med for those side effects, and then, again, it just becomes that vicious cycle of, I need to take this for that, I need to take this for that, and so on and so forth, so... You know, it, it's kind of a problem, um, but, you know, it's something that we can continue to work on if we if we just get the awareness out, and that's the big thing. Uh, we need to get the awareness out and and do that by, you know, listening to the show and sharing the show with your friends and, you know, talking about, you know, asking your doctor, is there another option? Is, is there anything else that we can do for this, you know? And if they don't know... Well, you know, you got the Internet. There's plenty of different alternative treatment options and plenty of different things out there that you can take a look at. Um, and, you know, it, it's completely up to you, and it's your choice, and it's, you know, it's your health care. Um, and, you know, the only thing that I'm here to do is to try to educate you on on the different options that we have. All right? So, again, if you guys are wondering about depression and, and the natural alternative options and, and how can and how can that be helped out, you know, without having to take drugs or antidepressants, um, you know, go ahead and give us a call at the show, tweet us, you know. You can always email me if you'd rather not have it out there in the public, um, Ray at 353heal.com. Again, you can reach me on uh, on Twitter, at Dr. At Dr. Ray T. Um, you can always call in the show or tweet us using hashtag the hot corner, um, and we'd be more than happy to help you out with that. Um, so, you know... Again, any guys, anything you guys need, you're more than welcome. Anything you guys want to talk about here on the show, um, you're also welcome to to give us a call as well too. Um, again, the, the area code for the show is always the same, or excuse me, the phone number for the show is always the same. It's area code three four seven six three seven three nine seven eight. And uh, you know, you're always welcome to give us a call here. Remember that the show is moved now Wednesday nights at seven instead of Thursday nights. Um, and just a couple of housekeeping things here, guys. In a couple weeks, we're going to have on a, a, a we're going to start to bring on some guest speakers for you guys. Um, and one of the guest speakers that we're going to have on here, November fifth, um, is Miss Jesse Castillo from Light Up Learning. And Jesse Castillo is the owner and founder of Light Up Learning. And, and Jesse's an educational therapist. And you know, she you're thinking educational therapist, you're thinking tutor. Um, she's actually a lot different than a tutor, guys. She is, when it comes down to children with special needs and learning, and even kids that don't have special needs and learning, what she does is help help people to understand or help children, more importantly, to understand and to comprehend and to multitask and to create new synapses in their brain and to, and to branch their brain into, and to help them utilize their brain more. And she has all these techniques that are just amazing that, you know, that I think I would, you know, I would I would love to, to have for myself as well, too. Just some of the things that she, that she talked about. She did a demonstration um, with some of the, the techniques that she has in the office. And, man, it just seemed amazing. And, and the kids were just, you know, they were just at it. And it, it was just awesome to see. So um, it's something that I would, that I would you know, recommend to all you guys out there listening. Um, and we're going to have her on the show. We're going to interview her on November 5th. Um, we're going to have her on in two weeks on the hot corner, and again, we're going to be talking about exactly what it is that she does, how she can help kids, how she can help with different types of, you know, ADD, kids on medication, those kinds of things, and just help not only bring up their grades, but help them to become, you know, more functional members of society and to and to become social and 
you know, just to be just to be great kids and to go above and beyond. So for any of you guys out there that have kids in Miami, or even if you have, you know, kids and you're not in Miami, but you, you want to know more about educational therapy, November 5th is when we're going to bring on Jesse Castillo from Light Up Learning. Um, so again, guys, I'm looking forward to the show. We're going to cut things off a little bit early here tonight. I know we got about eight minutes left, um, but I got some housekeeping I got to take care of as well too. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and thank everybody for listening to the show tonight. Again, if you guys have any questions about depression um, or about the $25,000 that you can win this weekend here um, down in Miami with an ISPSO tournament home run derby, go ahead and, and uh, shoot us a tweet at Dr. Ray T at ISPSO. Shoot me an email, drray at 353heal.com. You can go to the website, www.353heal.com. You can also go to facebook.com slash 353heal. Um, Google.com slash 353heal plus is the Google Plus page for Frontiers Fine and Healthcare. Um, and, you know, again, guys, I'm, I'll do the show here for you. So anything you guys want to talk about, anything you want to hear about health-related, sports-related, anything, you know, going on out there in, in the real world, you're more than welcome to uh, to have us or request that we talk about it. So, again, thanks, everybody, for listening out there. Um, hope everybody has a great night and uh, look forward to talking to you guys again. Uh, look forward to talking to you guys again next week right here on the Hot Corner. Hope everyone has an awesome night and, and be well. This phone drives me crazy. Excuse me, I'm the Sprinter and from Sprint. Try my new iPhone XR with an amazing liquid retina display. This is amazing. Mind if I snap a few photos? Look at that color. I love this display. I, uh, I'm going to need that back. Switch to Sprint and get iPhone XR 64 gigabytes for $0 per month with an eligible trade-in and a Sprint Flex lease. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash iPhone, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Phone $0 per month for 18 months after $31.25 per month credit applied within two bills. If the answer early remaining balance due, excludes tax, subject to credit, $30 activation fee, coverage and offer not everywhere. Restrictions apply. Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus 30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate.